Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful dive into the dead forums of Zocklet.net. Now, in specific, I'm going to be reading about shoplifting. Now, Zocklet.net was a forum that was apparently, although I was unaware of it, a forum that was basically for sharing bad ideas. And it apparently shut down in 2014, according to this motherboard article that I read, because of the owner's health concerns and also the fact that he was constantly being contacted by the FBI and other law enforcement officials about the things that were being posted there. This may or may not be the full story, but I don't really care. Anyway, so today I'm going to be reading from the rather lengthy shoplifting thread found at Zocklet.net. I encourage you to not shoplift, as it is a bad idea <laughs> in general. Um, but some of those stores have it coming, you know what I'm saying? With all their charging money for things. Stick it to the man. But before we get started, I want to take a moment to, of course, as always, thank everyone for writing reviews on iTunes and other places uh, or mentioning it on other podcasts. I keep hearing people saying that they found Lou Reed's through the Podquisition. Uh, thank you for mentioning Lou Reed's Podquisition. And thanks for all the people who've written all the great reviews, as I said. And thanks to everyone who's been asking for magnets. I still have about... 25 magnets left, so if people want a Christmas magnet, now's the time to ask for one so that Santa can give it to you. And there's still time if you want me to read something for you for your answering machine or record something for a loved one. I will read whatever you like and do it reasonably. Not that much money. Yeah, so if you have something in mind, let me know and I will give you a price and we can talk about it. I don't think I've ever turned anything down. If you want me to read your book, that's a different story. <laughs> Uh, if you want me to read some poetry that you wrote, I'll do my best. It probably won't come out so great. <laughs> contact me and let me know. And of course, for magnets or reading, whatever, you can contact me at loureads at gmail.com. And as people will attest, I check it frequently. And I respond relatively quickly. Anyway, so let's get right into this episode's thread, which is in the zocklet.net subforums hobbies, subforums, bad ideas, in a thread started by Shady Lady, entitled Clothing Lifting Thread. And it goes like this. This thread is for discussing clothing lifting and anything else associated with fashion. Sunglasses, jewelry, hats, gloves, skirts, belts, you get the point. Do not discuss lifting makeup or perfume in this thread. That stuff goes in the main lifting thread. Do not admit to crimes. This is for your protection and for the site's protection. Using the phrase, quote-unquote, swim won't legally protect you. Leave your morals at the door. I don't care if stealing goes against your morals. It doesn't go against mine. No off-topic, brackets, OT, posting. For posting store info, please use this format. Store name, tag info, dressing room info, LP info, other info. If you don't see info on a store you are interested in, ask. Here's hoping you never pay for clothes again. And Shady Lady adds again. Store info. Asterisk. Note, store practices vary depending on the location even within the same chain. This list is merely a starting point. Department stores. 
Belks. Tag Info uses both Super Tag 2 and Ink Tag. Some stores will also have Alpha S3 cable wraps around the expensive purses left out on display. Dressing Room Info. No dressing room attendance. Rooms are unlocked. Leave clothes in the room instead of putting on rack at dressing room entrance in case LP is watching and counting your items. Asterix Info from Define Security. LP Info has LP. And of course, we'll remember from other threads that LP stands for loss prevention, which is a fancy term for Guys who try to stop people from shoplifting. Dillard's. No tag info. Dressing room info. No dressing room attendant, but an employee has to unlock the dressing rooms for you. They don't count the items, but do a visual scan. LP info has LP. Other info. Dillard's in upscale malls carry more brand. JCPenney. Tag info uses ink tags and pencil tags. Very few items are tagged. Dressing room info. No dressing room attendants. Rooms are unlocked. Leave clothes in room instead of putting on rack at dressing room entrance in case LP is watching and counting your items. JCPenney has video cameras that record everyone and everything entering and exiting their dressing rooms. LP info has LP. Kohl's. Tag info. Very few items are tagged. Some items are tagged with super tag one. Some items have sewn in soft tags. Dressing room info. No dressing room attendants. Rooms are unlocked. Leave clothes in room instead of putting on rack at dressing room entrance in case LP is watching and counting your items. Kohl's has video cameras that record everyone and everything entering and exiting their dressing rooms. LP Info has LP. Macy's Tag Info uses a variety of tags slash pins. I'll try to describe this as best I can. I've seen super tags that require a hook, ink tags with a cone pin, alarming super tag, and an ink tag with a gator tag type pin. The side outside of the garment was an ink tag. The part inside the garment was a gator tag. This type of tag is basically half gator tag, half ink tag. Dressing room info. No dressing room attendant. Rooms are unlocked. Some stores have camera and two-way mirrors. Asterix info from Mommy. LP has very good LP. Play and clothes LP walk the floors and are often in the dressing rooms posing as normal customers. Info from Mommy. Neiman Marcus. Tag info none. Dressing info none. This store has an acoustic magnetic system, but as soon as you walk into one of their boutique stores inside the department store like Dior or LV, they don't really tag their bags, and blind spots abound inside those arcade. I've heard one person who lifted a $5,000 bag without getting the video thing. Info from Carmel Golfer 530. Has LP. Nordstrom uses ink tags. No dressing room attendant, but dressing rooms are locked and an employee needs to open room for you. Has very good LP. Plain clothes LP walk the floor and are often dressing rooms posing as normal customers. Sacks. They don't really tag their merchandise. Info from Carmel Golfer 530. They have heavy LP, CCTV presence, and the SA follows you everywhere. SA would stand for sales associate. Info from Carmel Golfer 530. Sporting goods stores. Dick Sporting Goods. Uses super tags that require a hook. Some of the jackets have Alpha 2 alarm cable locks. No dressing room attendant, but rooms are locked, so an employee needs to unlock one for you. Has LP. REI. Uses checkpoint ink tags that which require a detacher. No dressing room attendant. Rooms are unlocked. Sports Authority. Uses gator tags, pencil slash stylus tags, and round ink tags. No dressing room attendant, but rooms are locked, so an employee needs to unlock one for you. Has LP. Other types of stores. Abercrombie uses super tags which require a hook. Every item is tagged. There is a dressing room attendant that counts. LP is rarely in stores, and when they are, it's in the mornings. The stores in New Jersey, Maryland, and Delaware have lots of LPs, and they wear plain clothes with no recognizable pattern. They rotate between Abercrombie Kids 
Abercrombie, and Hollister at random hours. Other info. A&F and Hollister don't mix hidden invisible cameras. It's either all hidden cams or all cam domes. So if you see any domes, that means there are no hiddens. They are also not actively monitored, only accessible by the district's single LP officer and the home office, no one else. American Eagle. Uses a variety of tags, super tags that require a hook, micro gator tags with ink pens, pencil tags. Dressing rooms are locked. No dressing room attendant, but an employee needs to unlock a room for you, and they count. LP is rarely in stores. Ann Taylor uses sewn in soft tags. No dressing room attendant. Rooms are unlocked. Ann Taylor Loft uses sewn in soft tags. No dressing room attendant. Rooms are unlocked. Anthropology uses dome tags. The price tags have an embedded RFID tag. There is a dressing room attendant that thoroughly counts. Arden B uses gator tags. Every item is tagged. No dressing room attendant, but rooms are locked and an employee has to open them and they do count. Other info. When I was there, an employee's shift had ended and the manager insisted on checking her purse. So I'd say that store is especially concerned with shrinkage. Banana Republic uses Super Tag 3. Most items are tagged. No dressing room attendant, but rooms are locked. So an employee needs to unlock one for you. Other info, some locations have cameras. BCBG Max Azira uses Super Tag 1 and Cable Lock Tags has cameras. Bebe uses Soup R Tag 1 and Super Max Security Tags has cameras. Charlotte Roos uses Gator Tags. Eddie Bauer uses Super Tag 3. No dressing room attendant and rooms are unlocked. Other info, when you do a return, they give merch credit on a slip of paper that is non-transferable. It has your name on it and says you must show ID when you use it. It can be used online. Express Uses Super Tag 2. No dressing room attendant, but rooms are locked and an employee has to open them, but they don't count. The employees love to lurk around the dressing rooms, being overhelpful. Send them out to the floor to look for another size so they don't hear you pop off the security tag. Famous footwear. No tags. No cameras. The seats for trying on shoes are hollowed out, are hallowed out in the middle of each row of shoe displays. Brackets, I don't know how else to describe it. Making a nice hidden spot for concealing. Forever 21. Uses ink tags. There is a dressing room attendant and they count. Some locations have cameras. Gap. Uses Super Tag 1. No dressing room attendants. Rooms are unlocked. Other info. When they do a return, they give a blue merch credit slipped that is non-transferable. It has your name on it and says you must show ID when you use it. It also says it's not good at Gap.com and cannot be used to purchase gift cards. Cameras record but are not actively monitored. Guess uses cone-shaped tags with no writing on it. H&M uses black clam ink tags. There is a dressing room attendant that counts. Has LP. Some locations have cameras. Hollister uses super tags which require a hook. Every item is tagged. There is a dressing room attendant that counts. Has LP. Same LP as Abercrombie. LP is only in Hollister during normal business hours. Other info. Some Hollisters use pinhole cameras that only point down. A&F and Hollister don't mix hidden and visible cams. It's either all hidden cams or all dome cams. So if you see any domes, that means there are no hiddens. They are also not actively monitored, only accessible by the district's single LP officer and the home office, no one else. J Crew uses soft tags and pencil tags. No dressing room attendants, but rooms must be unlocked by an employee, but they don't count the items. Levi's Store. No dressing room attendant, but an employee needs to unlock the rooms. Lucky Brand Jeans. Uses sewn-in soft and pencil tags. Lululemon uses pencil tags. Old Navy uses Super Tag 1. Jeans have sewn-in RFID tags. They have a dressing room attendant, but they don't count items. Rooms are unlocked and loud music is playing in dressing rooms, which muffles noises. Has cameras. Talbots, no tags, no dressing room attendants, and rooms are unlocked. The Limited uses super tags that require a hook. No dressing room attendant, but an employee needs to unlock the rooms. Urban Outfitters uses square tags. The price tags have an embedded RFID tag. 
has LP, has cameras. They thoroughly count when you enter the dressing room and when you come out. Victoria's Secret uses styles slash pencil tags and super tags that require a hook. Most items are tagged, has cameras. Wet Seal uses gator tags. White House Black Market, no tags. Outlet Stores, Adidas Outlet uses ink super tags. And Taylor Outlet uses soft tags in certain items, no dressing room attendant. And Taylor Loft Outlet, no tags has dressing room attendant, they don't count. Banana Republic Outlet, no tags has dressing room attendant, they don't count. Gap Outlet, uses super tag one. They have a dressing room attendant, but they don't count items rooms are unlocked. J. Crew Outlet, no tags. Nike Outlet, no tags. Under Armour Outlet, no tags. UK Store Info, brackets from Up and Smoke, and Thunder from Down Under. Bench, uses pencil tags and hard tags. You can walk right in, no attendance, no counting. BHS uses ink tags. Attendant counts, has CCTV, no LP. Burton's uses ink tags and other hard tags. They have two sets of tags and jeans. Ink tags on the rear of the jeans and hard tags on the leg. No LP, no CCTV. Donna UK uses pencil tags and these pegs. There is a picture, which I don't think will show up. No. Okay, because it is a dead form. Okay. No counting can walk in. There's an assistant, but only there to help. Reebok Store UK uses Super Tag 2. Dressing rooms have to be unlocked. Has CCTV, but none in the dressing room. River Island uses ink tags. Has attendant. They ask you how many items you have, but do not count. No LP. Sports Direct uses pencil tags, super tags, and dome tags. Changing rooms are not monitored and have no attendant. Rooms are open. They say only three items allowed at a time, but they do not count. No LP or security. Has cameras which aren't actively monitored. Larger stores have many employees. The smaller stores in the basement of the mall have closed rails everywhere, so there are many blind spots. Tip. Put expensive Adidas slash Nike items in your arms and head to the changing room with a bag. Quickly detag all items and conceal into the bag. Come back out and directly take the elevator slash lift to another store in the mall. Basement stores only. TK Maxx. Uses Super Tag 2 on every single item. Has a very strong team of LP and security. Usually has a setup of 32 HD cameras with pan, tilt, and zoom features. Employees are dressed casually and difficult to notice. Tommy Hilfiger Outlet. Uses hard tags. Attendant does not count. And Shady Lady adds again. Here are some of my clothing lifting tips to cover situations that may arise. When you talk into a store, you will be greeted by an employee and asked if you need any help. Always firmly say, quote unquote, I'm just browsing, thank you. If the employee asks you if you are looking for something in particular, insists you are just browsing and thank them again. I made the mistake of once telling an employee I was looking for black pants. She insisted I try on every style of black pants the store carries. I was there for 20 minutes. You may be repeatedly asked if you need help or if you need assistance finding your size. Say, quote unquote, I'm good, thanks. Be polite but firm. Never get annoyed with the employee. The employee may be annoying, but never snap at them. I've made that mistake too. When you snap at an employee, they play victim and act like you are extremely mean to them. Other customers will also give you dirty looks. If you lose it and snap, leave. After you've entered the store, don't start gathering items in your arms. The reason being, an employee will offer to start a dressing room for you, which you don't want to happen. When you find the items you want, quickly gather a few sizes of that item and maybe a few of another article of clothing. Do not take a ridiculous amount of clothes into the dressing room. Employees will be pissed that they have to put it all away, and it will look odd that out of a gazillion items, you didn't like anything. If you're going to take one item, then bring four items in the dressing room with you. If you're going to take two, then bring eight items into the dressing room with you. Hold your items so that employees cannot see how many items you're carrying. 
When you are picking up the item you want, get multiple sizes. Get two of the size you think you are and two other sizes. For example, if I want a small shirt, I will bring them to the dressing room with me, two size smalls, one size extra small, and one size medium. When I pick up the two size smalls, I do it in one swoop so it only looks like I picked up one shirt. Make sure one of your items isn't tagged so that you have an article of clothing to put the tag on that you are going to remove from the item you want. If the item you want is on a hanger, then you need to find an item that that is sitting on a table to put on the hanger. Get a few of those. If you are if you are getting extra items so you can put one on the hanger, then you will be bringing more than I recommended into the dressing room. Try not to bring more than 10 items total. Now you are ready to go to the dressing room. Pick the room furthest from the door. If an employee is loitering around, send them out to the floor to find another item. Try clothes on, and in between trying on articles of clothing, detag the item you are going to take and conceal it. Put tag on an untagged item. Put tag on an untagged item. Sometimes an employee will bring you items to try that they picked out based on what they saw you choosing on the floor. Politely decline. I made the mistake of taking the items. Employees apparently like to play quote-unquote dress-up with shady lady. I'm not a doll. What to do with the items you have quote-unquote decided against. You can either leave them in the individual dressing room or put them on the do not want rack or put them back in the spot you found each item. If an employee is pushy and asks if you like anything, just say no and thank them for their help. Do not give a reason why you did not like what you tried on unless they ask. The reason being, if you say you don't like a particular item for about any given reason, the employee will try to find you an alternative and insist you try it on. I've made this mistake too. The employee will try to no end to find something you will like in order to make a sale. If the employee is very pushy about it, trying to get you to buy something, make up a reason why you have to leave. Every time you have a conversation with an employee, always thank them for their help. It is their job to assist you. It's not their fault you are a scummy thief. Being thanked makes an employee feel good, like they've been useful. Always be polite. Other tips, a technique for concealing how many items you're walking around with and taking into the dressing room. Pick up a large item, such as a dress or long shirt. As you walk through the store, put the items you are interested in under the large item so employees are unable to tell what you're carrying. When exiting the dressing room in a store without LP that has a dressing room attendant, take the clothes you don't want and put them back yourself. Brackets in the correct spot. Just B slash C. You're a thief. You don't have to be inconsiderate. That gives the intendant the impression you are going to buy them since you aren't handing them a bunch of clothes to him slash her slash it. This also works well with stores where the attendant counts. Brackets, they almost never count when you are leaving. Hanger tricks that work best in department stores. Have a lot of clothes draped over your arm and casually let a hanger slide out and fall on the floor. Don't let on that you realize the hanger fell. Hangers will easily slide off silk or polyester shirts. Small stores such as Gap, Express, usually don't have LP. If the employees suspect you stole something, what they will usually do is call mall security rather than confront you. For malls, park near the closest exit of the store you are hitting. After you get the item at the store, go to the car and slip items into a plastic shopping bag and shove under seat or something. Move car near exits that are closest to other stores you want to hit and repeat. Only do this if the mall doesn't have cameras in the parking lots. When you pop a tag off, it does make noise. If the store is busy and there's lots of noise in the dressing room, no one will notice. If it's quiet and employees are lurking around the dressing room, then send them to the floor to look for another size. In malls, if you struggle with where to conceal an item, consider using another store's bag. Large paper bags are best, like the ones the following stores use. Ann Taylor, American Eagle, Hollister. When putting items in the bag, you need to make sure you do it slowly so employees can't hear the sound of the paper bag crinkling. Make sure you keep the bag in good condition and get a new one when it looks worn. In the smaller stores, such as Banana Republic or Gap, 
I don't believe they have LP, and I've never seen cameras in my area. When no one is looking, you can slip an item off the hanger and slide it under the clothes draped on your arm. Then stick the hanger in a different spot and push the clothes on the rack together so it's not obvious there's an empty hanger. That way, when the employees put back the clothes that you quote-unquote decided against, they won't discover the empty hanger in the spots that your items came from. It's so much easier to have one less hanger in the dressing room. And, yeah... I figured out a way around the I figured out a way around the dressing room attendant counting. Drape your coat slash jacket over your arm and slip an item under it. Use your other hand to give the rest of the clothes to the dressing room attendant. This works. My friend did it at Anthro earlier and got a pair of pants that retail for $175. Multiple dressing room tips for stores with LP. Originally posted by So Def. 5. Try going into the fitting room a few times and steal one thing at a time. Keep all the tags and safety devices on until you decide to leave. I suggest hitting up the fitting room three times. Take an item at a time. Leave merch behind and take some out with you. This will throw off LP big time. It's hard to keep track if the perp is holding or keeping half the merch and leaving half behind. Once you're done, hit up the washroom. Wrap all tags and tickets into toilet paper and flush it. The paper will ensure that it flushes. Do not try to hide it underneath garbage. LP will not hesitate to check. Tips for getting sunglasses at sunglasses shops. Brackets Sunglasses Hut, for example. Sunglasses Hut will occasionally have sales, and that is when the store will be the busiest. You want to try to find a location with only one employee working. I find the older employees aren't as watchful as the younger employees. You have to be quick regardless. Watch the employee movements in the mirrors rather than turning your body to face them to avoid looking suspicious. Originally posted by Classy Deviant. Okay, first off, in Nordstrom's, if Bozo doesn't have a Nordstrom's quote-unquote popper, use a small pair of jeweler's pliers you can get at any Hobby Lobby or whatnot. They shear right through the security tags. Second on the sunglasses. Go to the quote-unquote sunglasses hut. They have no cases over their sunglasses. Brackets, at least where I live. Simply go in with a friend. Only one employee is on at a time. When she is distracted, pocket a pair in your hand. Move sunglasses from the glass display up high to replace the ones you took, leaving no empty spot. Stay in the store for a few more minutes with the glasses in your pocket, then ask for a model number off a glass and say you need to do a little more research. Simply walk out. Any kind of shirt and some jeans. Wear a North Face brackets pref black with a button-down dress shirt under it. Get what you want, have your jacket unzipped three-quarters of the way, slip it into your button shirt under the armpit, then just zip the coat up halfway. The fleece North Faces have a drawstring at the bottom preventing anything from falling out. Simply put your hand in your pocket and clench your armpit. This looks normal, no bulge. For jeans, you can get in a dressing room, use my early described method for getting an extra pair in, have an Under Armour shirt on, and wrap the jeans around your midsection in the shirt. They won't move, and the coat and button-down make the bulk indistinguishable. Trust me, I'm a slim-framed guy. Also, wear patterned shirts if you can. It's like a camouflage breaking up any bulk you have sticking out. Originally posted by Shady Lady. I've seen different setups for Sunglasses Hut. In a high crime area, they are locked up in clear glass cases. The drawers are also locked. In nice areas, they are out in the open on displays for anyone to grab to try on. The drawers are unlocked, and I have opened the drawer to look at and try on sunglasses that weren't on the display. SH employees are very aggressive. They will really pressure you to make a purchase and will stay on you the whole time. When there are other customers in the store, I notice the guy will never really take his eye off me. A few times when he was focusing on other customers, he wasn't watching me, but it was only for a few secs. So you have to be very quick.
Like I previously said at Sunglasses Hut, it's not suspicious to open the drawers, B slash C, not every model of sunglasses is on the display. I open the drawers every time I'm in Sunglasses Hut and I have never been told not to. The reason I mention taking a pair from the drawer is because if you have a jacket draped over your arm, you can slip a pair of sunglasses under it while making it seem like you're only examining a pair of sunglasses with the other hand, sleight of hand. You make it appear you are doing one thing while you're doing another. If the sunglasses he wants are on the display, then he can pull a few pairs of sunglasses from the display and from the drawer and put them on the counter. Then put the sunglasses that he wants from the display into the drawer. I recommend going on a busy day so the other customers will be occupying the attention of the employee. And Malice adds, A, the sports authority here, the dressing rooms are always locked and you need an employee to unlock them for you. I've had them ask me how many clothes I had at one store, although the didn't do the same for a middle-aged mom. Angry face emoticon. And Shady Lady adds, Went to the mall today. Charlotte Roos and Wet Seal both use gator tags. If you want info on a specific store, ask. I've been trying to scope out various stores every time I go to the mall. And Lifter Shop writes, Shady Lady, I am so glad I have come across this thread. The other thread has gone off topic and has not been the same since you left. Good that you are keeping the thread to clothing specific. Me and my friend are back in the USA until the weekend when we go back to the UK. My friend lifted from Urban Outfitters and removed the tag, but the cardboard price sticker had an RFID tag inside. So if anyone wants to lift from there, just rip off the tag as well. The EAS went off, but I told my friend to keep walking and ignore the shop assistant who kept saying, excuse me, excuse me, when the beeper went off. Apple Store can be very easy at times and lucrative. Some of the software has a retail of 200 to 300. Glad you have found, glad to have found you again, shady lady. And Bender adds, Although I'm not a huge clothing lifter, it's kind of good to see a thread on this. SLing in general and SLing clothing are two different worlds, especially when factoring in dressing rooms, cameras, and LP. Personally, I'm a huge sunglasses buff. I made the mistake of stealing a pair of sunglasses and the alarm went off. They asked me to stop, asked me if I would empty my pockets. I did, but not all the way. And she basically said that she had to let me go then. After further examination, there was a very small, clear clip on the nose of the sunglasses, obviously a tag I overlooked. Any suggestions for lifting sunglasses? And Shady Lady replies. Also, with sunglasses shops, if you have a friend that's cool with lifting, have your friend go in with you. You should each enter separately at different times as if you don't know each other. Have your friend distract the employee and try to get the employee to turn their back on you. And Shady Lady adds again. Saw something interesting this afternoon. Pulled in the mall parking lot by JCPenney and there were two cops parked in front of the store. As I drove down the roads, I saw the cops searching an old caddy. After I parked and was walking past, they pulled out stacks of shirts and I heard them saying they were South Pole. I went in the mall and was only in there for 5-10 to 10 minutes. B slash she, I figured it would be better to come back another day. When I walked back out, I noticed a woman with a headset thingy on her ear. She was saying something about how she had only been manager for one day. I guess she was the one who called the cops regarding the missing inventory. One of the cops then pulled out lingerie. The car was loaded up with clothes. And Shady Lady adds again, Macy's LP is damn smart. Macy's has some tags that cannot be removed. They are half gator slash half ink tags. The tag part on the outside of the garment is ink tag. The pin part on the inside of the garment is gator tag. My friend Audrey tried to remove this tag with a super lock detacher and it won't come off. Mad face emoticon. Audrey said that she is super pissed. B slash she this tag is on a jacket she really wants. She even has a method of removal. The jacket is thin, brackets, fall slash spring type jacket. And it is unnoticeable under a slightly too big trench coat and shady lady adds god damn it my fucking magnets from ace hardware lost their strength and will no longer remove super tag one fuck you can guess the circumstances in which i found this out i'm so fucking irate i'm gonna have to go back using my n50 magnet three angry face emoticons 
Oh, yeah. I wound up buying that jacket at Macy's that had the half gator tag, half ink tag. The employees took it off with a huge detacher that was built into the sales desk. She slid the gator part in it, and it made a noise when it came off. And Scissorists writes, A good way to leave no evidence would be to take the tag out of the store with you inside a metal container, which will shield the radio signals the tag emits. At the moment, my friend uses an Altoid container for the small, soft tags, but for clothing tags, you need something slightly bigger, of which he has yet to find. Ideally, once that said container is found, you can stuff it with some cotton or other soft material to silence the noise of the clothing tag banging against the metal. And Chady Lady replies, Someone has already tried that and PM'd me about it. It doesn't work in all stores, and the alarms went off in Abercrombie. And Shadow Zor writes, Is there such a thing as a handheld deactivating pad or a small one of some sort? There has to be a way to fry those hidden tags slash RFID that are inside the clothes. And Shady Lady replies, If there was, ever lifter would be using it. Soft tags. To disable, take a needle and poke through with the tag, but don't poke it through the other side. You want the needle inside the tag, and poke it all around to shred the metal threads. If you don't plan on reselling or returning the item, you can shred the tag with a blade, which is much quicker. RFID tags to disable, slice through the tag with a blade. And Gus Boy adds, So I visited REI today for the first time, and just like Shady said, no cameras. I saw this guy looking at the ceiling for cams, but it was dark and looked moldy, almost like it was a factory building. So he had a tough time trying to see if there were any cams, so he went to the glass case of electronic shit and definitely didn't see any cam domes there, so he was assured there wouldn't be any in the store. He went and asked for the Vibrams and picked out the most expensive ones they had, then browsed the store a little. WTF, there was like someone in every fucking quote-unquote depth, so it was hard to slip the Vibrams in his coat without detection. So he went to the fitting room, which was unlocked, and no attendant, but they had attached a fucking bell to the inside of the door, so everyone looked at him. Thank God he had grabbed some clothes to quote-unquote try on. He shoved the Vibrams in his coat, then flattened the box and shoved it in a pocket of one of the coats he was trying on. Then he silenced the bell as he left the fitting room, put back the clothes, and left. Those people are the stupidest tree-hugging morons ever. And Shady Lady adds, REI is so fucking easy. It sure gets a quote-unquote earthy crowd, and my friend Audrey sticks out like a sore thumb when she lifts from there. That store is always fucking crowded with hippies. Why would someone even want Vibrams? And Gus Boy adds, Hidden treasure. The Vibrams are like wearing a durable set of gloves on your feet. We destroy our feel-wearing shoes. Cavemen didn't have shin splints or foot issues. Shady, they're sexy. Women stop me all the time. They notice my quote-unquote shoes. Winking emoticon, LOL. And Shady Lady replies, Yuck, I walk around in sexy heels. And Gus Boy adds, Yeah, I've only had mine for a few hours, but they are Awesome. I've seen people wear them sometimes, but I've never seen anyone with the leather ones. Probably because they're too expensive. Unless you visit REI, winking emoticon. Like, I totally forgot I was wearing them. I found myself getting into bed to go to sleep with them still on. Ha <laughs> ha. And Coomley adds, My friend just had a massive $2,000 haul. She says it feels good to finally be back in the game. One thing she noticed is that sometimes the display shirt slash pants on a rack will have a nice neckline or belt on it. She simply grabbed anything with the accessory attached for display and pocketed it in the dressing room. Also, fuck the six item rule. If you don't look sketchy, no attendants will give two fucks. They leave your extras outside the door and once they're gone, they aren't going to remember how many items you had with you. So my friend gets a lot more than she intends to try on slash lift to confuse the attendant. On this given 
Sunday, my friend didn't even use her hook. She was at a lower-end mall that uses gator tags, slash the ones that you need a magnet, and she has gotten a good eye for things that won't be tagged. And Kiddo adds, Wow, that's amazing! How many items and which store was it, or how much was the price of each item? Did you use a bag or a shopping bag? Can you provide more specifics? Like, which store was this? Because most of the stores my friend has gone to have attendants who stay in the dressing room area. And Yabutz writes, Shady lady, in advance, I ask to forgive my ignorance as I am new to the posting slash reply on the boards here. My question is more on the policy side of being caught in the act. Anyone familiar with Victoria's Secret brackets VS policy on handling shoplifters? I recently had a dream where I was omnisciently watching Miss Piggy go lingerie shopping. I peeped on her as she tucked something into her purse before removing the gaiters on two items while in the dressing room and then wore them out of the store. Poor Miss Piggy was definitely noticed by store personnel, escorted constantly throughout the remainder of her visit, and then at the register was asked for driver's license, which she naively provided. Brackets. She had been warned by her publicist to be wary of potential stalkers. She left the store freely and continued to shop through the mall. However, Miss Piggy's security noticed local police car outside the entrance closest to VS when they left the mall. The VS store in my dream was in a temporary location. I'm thinking I had to be there omnisciently because if there were cameras, they probably were not connected. A lot of cost for a short period of time. After I awoke from this strange dream, it roused the question, does anyone know how VS handles lifters? And Schnuckelcha writes, Hello all, I am new to this forum. If I am posting in the wrong spot, I apologize and feel free to move this thread to a better location. If there is anything I need to know, please feel free to link me to those things. So, I am thinking of shoplifting makeup, brackets, as maybe a few others have done. I've done it before, but I had to rip off the packing to ensure no security strips are on. My question is, does makeup have any security strips on now and days? Do I really have to tear the package open, or would just slipping the item into my bag work? I'm afraid of the alarms going off. It's never happened to me. I know most commonly, security strips are found on electronic devices, clothing, CDs, DVDs, and video games. On other question, if you know, what products are the ones that don't make the alarm go off slash have security tags slash strips? Puzzled face emoticon. I know food would typically not but I don't know otherwise. I'm planning on getting the makeup from a drugstore, brackets CVS, Rite Aid. I've already read through the sticky threads here, and I'm pretty experienced with all of this. Throughout the time I've shoplifted, I've always been too unsure to just leave all the tags slash barcodes on. Thanks in advance, and if something here has to be reworded, brackets due to a certain rule, please let me know. And hi, guys. And ZigZag Zoom writes, Why are you settling for drugstore makeup? Respect yourself. Exclamation point emoticon. And it's Alice writes, Most things aren't much different. You can get cheaper eyeliner, mascara, not much of a big deal. Other things like foundation, you'd want it to be a little better of quality. And Zigzag Zoom replies, Mascara, I agree with you on that. Brackets, I'm a female. L'Oreal has the absolute closest mascara found to MAC and Bobbi Brown. Even Maybelline's iStudio Color Tattoo 24-Hour Cream Gel runs very close to MAC's. Stays on great. Not exactly like MAC. Brackets, best cream shadows in my opinion. But a good replica. In foundation, you definitely have to go better than drugstore stuff. I figure, if you're going to risk getting busted, just how humiliating would that be to tell your friends that you got busted with wet and wild? No! Facepalm emoticon. And Pinky0279 writes, 
My friend just lives in her first shirt ever. It was from Hollister, and it was just $20, lol. She said it was really easy, and she got so many helpful tips from reading this thread. Elizabeth wants to eventually lift a whole new wardrobe. She also wants to know if Forever 21 is easy to lift from and if they use alarming ink tags or just regular ink tags. She really wants to get some shirts and earrings from Forever 21. My friend doesn't have a Forever 21 in her area, but she's going there in a couple of days and wants to know more about the store and its employees before she goes. She wanted to say thank you for all the great tips. And Kiddo replies, Forever 21 is incredibly easy to lift from, but do practice and do be cautious still since you're a beginner. My friend started out at Forever 21 and H&M basically quote-unquote visiting almost every day for three weeks until she realized she can and would rather shoplift from more expensive stores with way better brackets and overpriced clothing lines like Urban Outfitters, Guess, Anthropology, etc. Edit. At a mall near my friends, quite a few people tripped the alarms at Forever 21, but the employees basically couldn't do shit. It's ridiculous. Not sure, though, how it is at other locations, like downtown where my friend lives. There are LP slash pretend LP guys in uniforms at the door, and she heard the alarm go off twice, but she didn't witness what the LP guy did about it. At the H&M downtown where she lives, quite a few people tripped the alarm, and the LP guy at the door doesn't even say or do anything. And Kiddo replies again. My friend went to a downtown Eddie Bowers store that was quite small and crowded with merchandise on a Friday night, and there were two employees working who were extremely aggressive. She asked for a fitting room to try on four jackets, and the employer was like, quote unquote, you still want to try these on? There's a mirror right there. Ugh. Probably because she looked like a college student, and college students are generally poor. The employee was so aggressive that she failed to lift the item she originally planned to. She had to settle for some $50 cardigan instead. She might come back next time. And TBL adds, Here's some info I got from a friend of mine. Apple store return policy is real lenient, even if you have no receipt. Once it's a product, either in their store or on their website, asterisk the UPC code must match. For instance, there are products that Apple and, let's say, Best Buy carries that are the same, but the UPC sticker attached to the packaging might be store-specific or different based off of where you got it from. In most cases, they're the same, though. So back to my friend's story. So here's what he did. He got an item that was worth about $130 that he lifted from another store that was not the Apple store, and he made sure it was a product that the Apple store carried. My friend even went so far as to call the Apple store be planned to do the return at prior to going to the store to verify that the UPC matched up. They did, so he went in. Brackets, so far, he did that about two times with the same item from other stores he had lifted. On the first try, he had an option to be mailed a check for the full amount, brackets plus tax, or an Apple Store gift card. He opted for the gift card, and the second time, he got straight cash back, and all he left was some bogus email info. Of course, there is a practical limit here, especially if your face is a regular... But all in all, my friend said he's just going to get enough money slash gift cards out of them to get the product that he really wants from them that cost about a few of the items he returned so far. And TBL adds immediately again, more info. So this other guy I just met, I forget his name, says to me, hey, here's what I learned from Bloomingdale's since I didn't have anything to do. I listed to his story, LOL. Here's what he told me. Bloomingdale's only puts a select amount on the shelf at any given time for the most part, has strong LP two or three, and sometimes on the floor to blend with customers. My friend feels like they definitely do profile you in there, sorry to say, but if you're going to try anything, it's best to be well-dressed and look like you come from money. They have overly helpful customer service. Sometimes they walk around 
Sometimes they walk you to the dressing room. My friend checks the mirrors. Brackets, there's a sign up that says you're being monitored by same-sex LP, so the dressing rooms are not private. From what he could tell, they're not two-way mirrors or cameras in any of the dressing rooms, but possibly the hallways into them. And some of the doors you can see in the dressing room by you can see out from the inside. They use both ink tags and hook depending on which section you're in. Their cameras are monitored and recorded. Their setup is very similar to not to Nordstrom's, if not tighter. If you try on watches or jewelry, sometimes they let you walk from counter to counter with the merchandise on your wrist or neck or whatever. So there's food for thought. So there's food for though. If that for wind of mine gives me any more info, I'll, if that for wind of mine gives me any more, yeah. If that for wind of mine gives me any more info and I'll be sure to post it. And Lifter Lass writes, I purposely registered at this place, specifically for this thread. A few days ago, I acquired two shirts from JCPs. There were no cameras in the dressing rooms and no attendance to hassle. There was only one employee working the entire store. I actually browsed for five shirts with hangers and two without. Among the five shirts were two I wanted to nab. I went through the normal procedure of any customer trying on articles of clothing before purchasing. I went into the dressing room and quickly detagged both items of clothing. I placed the hangers on the shirts without while stuffing tags while stuffing tags into the pocket of one of the t-shirts. I bagged both shirts and made my way through the shop to return the unwanted items. Once I hung everything up, I walked casually out the sliding door and went to another store. And Lifter Last adds again. Another story for y'all. I hit up a Goodwill. Don't judge me. They have some good Halloween stuff there. I fill up my cart with leggings, gloves, necklaces, sunglasses, earrings, and a couple of high-priced bracelets. I casually rummage through clothing, pretend I'm interested, and grab a few shirts and one skirt. There's a line in the dressing room, so while no one is looking, I place the skirt over the items I planned on lifting. Finally, it's my turn to use the dressing room, so I grab the shirts and skirt filled with my items in one quick swoop and get a room. I quickly stuff everything I wanted to lift into my son's diaper bag. I made away with over $200 of Halloween-type clothing items I plan on selling. And Kaiju writes, If you're looking for costumes and novelty stuff, Party City is a good place to go. Most of them only have cameras by the registers and by front door, and they don't use security tags on anything. Unlike Goodwill, everything there will be in brand new condition and will still be in the original packaging, which will help you get more money as a reseller. And Mrs. Mister writes, How good slash bad of an idea is it to hit local stores on Black Friday? What about genuinely shopping, loading up a shopping cart full, and casually walking out? Like, how likely is LP to pursue or capture identity info with camera footage? Friend is considering hitting Target or Kohl's one of these busy holiday days and marching out with a full cart of clothes slash gifts slash random items. Probably not big ticket. How fast would they respond if you look like an actual shopper who just bypasses the register? Knowledge that this has been successfully done at local grocery stores. But paranoia about being in some database after the fact or camera footage being retained after reading forums about LP. And a good kid adds, Frederick is pretty new to lifting clothes. She's only been out twice. Frederick saw some nice $300 plus Calvin Klein leather jackets at Macy's. Frederick knows all about Macy's LP and camera systems, so she doesn't need to be told that they aren't a beginner store. How could she go about concealing a bulky jacket like that? Frederick can't think of a way to do it. Maybe you can. She really wouldn't mind to wear one or several for eBay. Also, is there any up-to-date lists of items that are good for eBaying for profit? Thanks for your help, smiley face emoticon. And Friar Fuck writes, In the state pen, many bulky items can be concealed by the brave few in one's anal knapsack, keystring, or quote-unquote packing your bag, if you will. Since you're referring to 
quote unquote, Frederick as a she, my guess would be that Frederick's bag has been prepped for transport. So why not be gangster? Pack that bag, then waddle on out of Macy's plus one fabulous new addition to this winter's wardrobe. Now, as far as eBaying for profit goes, I don't think a list is really what you or Frederick are looking for. eBaying for profit can be fairly complicated for some due to the fact that one has to put on their big boy pants, open a browser, go to Google and eBay, then research the best cost, resale, and profit of certain items that are quote-unquote trending. I know. I know it's asking a lot sometimes of someone to actually think on their own and not have someone else who put in the hard work and effort just hand them a list of what to do. But hey, life just isn't fair sometimes. Eight periods. So, if you've made it this far reading and comprehending all on your own without someone else doing it for you, grats! You might be a few steps closer to thinking on your own. Palm face emoticon. And Sheen adds, It's all about zoomies and on fags. The kids that work there never count your items, and the rooms are open sometimes. Just bring a shit ton of pants and shirts into the dressing room, and you know, uh, try them on. And Zula adds, and Zula adds, PacSun is easy as fuck, my friend says. My friend is only taking jewelry from there, but I'm sure clothes are just as easy to lift. There's always some young kid working the register, and they usually leave the dressing room doors open. But on the off chance they don't, no worries. Attendants don't count, so you can just take a pile of clothes in there and take what you need. Also, Express has attendants, but they don't usually count. They may glance at what's in your hand, but that's it. J.C. Penney's is so easy, it's sad. Sometimes there's an attendant, but they don't count. Last time my friend went to J.C. Penney's, she took a pile of clothes, and the two attendants sitting in the dressing room told her to find an open room, and that's it. No counting on the way out. Brackets, they were gone when she came out anyways. My friend would like to know how Victoria's Secret is, por favor. And metal is life for M3 rights. Just thought I'd let you know, you're all worthless pieces of shit. Why don't you cunts actually get a job and pay for your shit and make an honest living? Unless you're stealing food because you're homeless and hungry, you don't have any excuse. I hope one day someone breaks into your houses and steal your shit so you factors know what it's like to lose shit that's hard-earned. You disgust me. And as an LP specialist, you insult my intelligence when you come into my store and try to be the slick motherfuckers you think you are. I'd love to have five minutes alone with you in a dark room so I could kick the shit out of you. Get a job, you useless fucks. Make sure you all wear condoms whenever you have set, because you fucks shouldn't reproduce. I hope you have a shitty, miserable life. And Hudson Hick replies, The irony, if it wasn't for these shoplifters, you wouldn't have a job. Grinning emoticon. Well... What did you think of that? This was a long thread. I hope you found it entertaining. It's interesting. This thread actually was uh, running for about four years of shoplifting advice. So started in 2010 and ended in 2014. Think of all the trends in shoplifting that have come and gone since then. Wow. Boggles the mind. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, sorry it took so long. I am a procrastinator. I feel like I have a computer gremlin, or more specifically, a Pro Tools gremlin, because Pro Tools is so insanely buggy and and persnickety about when it's going to work and when it's not going to work. So when I run into those problems, sometimes they fix themselves, and sometimes I have to take chances and hope that things work. I'm trying to think of my own personal shoplifting story. I, I, I was never big into shoplifting. I do remember I got busted by my father shoplifting like a Dumbo at Disney World 
while we were like waiting in line. He was like so furious. I had already shoplifted several other things during that trip from like malls or airport concession stands, whatever. But uh, I mean, I, I was probably like nine, <laughs> nine. Uh, and then after that, I think the only thing I've ever stolen was um, I desperately needed an eraser when I was doing an animation class. I, was, oh, I couldn't do any drawings without my eraser. So I had to, and I had no money. So I did a school store and lifted like I tore a uh, an eraser in half. So it would seem like, why would I have half an eraser? And I did a lot of weighing the pros and cons of stealing a $3 eraser. Uh, I don't even know if it was $3, but I didn't have the money to buy it. Anyway, I was not caught. I apologize to the universe for stealing clothing and stuff. No, I'm not a clothes horse. I currently almost <laughs> exclusively wear clothes that my job has given me. They've given me a lot of clothes, which means I'm like a walking billboard for the company, which uh, a lot of people think is silly, but I don't have to buy clothes. So sure, I look like a weirdo, but I would look like a weirdo regardless of the clothes I wear. So anyway, I guess the, the real thing is it's hard to believe that there are any clothes in any stores with all these people who claim that they're stealing hundreds of dollars of stuff every time they go to the, the mall. Seems bananas, but I guess. Why aren't these people being arrested? It's disappointing. By the LP. I guess they're too smart for the LP. So anyway, I'm going to end this podcast. If you're in New York this coming Monday, December 14th. I am doing an improv show, so come to the pit, the People's Improv Theater. Come to the X Plus One improvised sci-fi radio from the 1940s show that I do there once a month. So if you're in the New York area, please come and see the show. If not, imagine what it's like. <laughs> and besides, I don't really have a lot of news. I already covered things at the top of the show, so let's end it here, shall we? My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You. Clothing Shoplifting Tips Edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.